0: cinema, cinema. Is soft, soft. underbelly Under- Under- hello everyone welcome to another episode of cinema soft underbelly i'm your host Eugene Weaver and if you're listening you know this show is all about grindhouse horror exploitation fantasy gems in the rough Little scene movies that need to be discovered, and uh, today I am certainly going to hit on some movies that need to be discovered. Last episode, I hinted at doing uh, another Code Red releasing episode, but uh, upon uh, watching a movie last night, I decided to change things up a bit because I thought, oh, this is something that I haven't really touched on on my show yet. So I thought, ah, oh, this is a good time to do that now that I've I've watched one of these movies again uh instead of uh digging into the old treasure chest of of horror grindhouse stuff like code red's putting out, I thought I would do a show dedicated a little bit more towards the Mondo movie. And the Mondo movie is uh it has a uh an interesting history, I guess you could say. Um first, before I get into the uh the movies that I'll be discussing, um I want to give a little bit of of uh, history on what the Mondo movie is and then how it applies to what we see today on TV. Uh, Mondo film is an uh, exploitation documentary film, basically is what it is, sometimes resembling a pseudo-documentary and usually depicting sensational topics, scenes, or situations. Common traits of Mondo films include an emphasis on taboo subject. Uh, and this is obviously... Uh, such as death and sex. Uh, portrayals of foreign cultures, um, and honestly, by portrayals of foreign cultures, we fast get into racist-type stuff. And I'll get into that a little bit uh, later. Uh, some of the footage is staged, presented as genuine documentary footage, and over time, as the film's place uh, placed increasing emphasis on footage of the dead or dying, both real and fake. And then... Uh, the Mondo film started to become the shockumentary. Um, So, and by shockumentary, uh, now we are pretty much into uh, today's society where anything and everything can be found online, from the worst of the worst beheadings to people being lit on fire to shotguns, to you know, all of that stuff. And you can catch all of that on those 24-hour news channels as well. But before all that, there was the Mondo movie. And uh, the earliest forms of the Mondo movie were uh, European Nights from 1959, World by Night 1 and 2 in 1961. Um, those were the kind of the origins, but uh, really the first true Mondo movie that gained nor- notoriety was the 1962 Italian film Mondo Cane also known as A Dog's World, which is kind of a, it's a mild Italian profanity. Um, uh, The uh, filmmakers, uh, Paolo Cavara and Giulietto, I butcher these names all the time, uh, Jacopetti and Prosperi. That's all you need to know, seriously, because they kind of go by those. uh, Jacopetti and Prosperio. Uh, They were, it was a commercial success, so that led to uh, Mondo Cane... Part two, and I actually have the out-of-print Blue Underground release of the Mondo Kane collection, which is one of, and I'm not a big DVD fan anymore, uh, but I will say that uh, this is one of my prized possessions in uh, in in all of my movies. So, um, just getting into the into these a little bit. Um, Documentary films imitating Mondo Kane in the 1960s often included the term Mondo in their titles, even if they were in, in English. Uh, examples included Mondo Bizarro, Mondo Daytona, Mondo Mod, Mondo uh, Hollywood, and then there was Mondo Trasho, Mondo Weirdo. All these, um, all these odd uh, titles that try to cash in on the Mondo Kane name. Uh so uh Mondo Kane uh and its sequel, which is basically uh scenes that didn't quite make the first Mondokane. Uh and I personally don't much care for Mondokane 2, but Mondokane Kane one, although very dated is very interesting. It's uh at this point in time it's very, very, very tame. Uh but at the time this was uh, pretty rough stuff. Um, just because it's more focusing on taboos like sex and religion and uh, just stuff all over the world that's just kind of odd and out there. Um, but this is kind of where all of these started. And uh, from there, they uh, uh, the same team came up in 1963 with a movie called Women of the World. And uh, I found this to be extremely boring uh but basically it's uh a documentary about women from all over the world and of course there's the uh the typical nudity and some odd stuff here and there but ultimately it was uh it just didn't really work i i don't think uh, especially because they were more and more getting away from what made mondo Kane so popular and um it just uh it, i it just didn't work uh, so Anyway, after that, um, we get back into, uh, with, with this series, we get back into what I consider probably the highlight of the Mondo Kane series, and that's Africa Audio. And it's a 1966 Italian documentary about the end of the colonial era in Africa. Uh, the film was released in a shorter format under the names Africa, Blood and Guts in the USA and Farewell Africa in the UK uh the film was shot over a period of 3 years by Jacopetti and Prosperi the they are the Italian filmmakers um and um this film ensured that the viability of the so-called mondo film genre a cycle of shockumentaries documentaries featuring sensational topics um and this one here is rough stuff let me tell you uh i've seen this movie honestly i've only seen the italian version uh, but on this box set, there's the, uh, American version and the, uh, the Italian version. And I prefer, um, after reading what, what both of them are like, I pref- I would prefer the, uh, the Italian version. It seems to be more accurate. Um, so this is a staggeringly beautiful, uh, film. it, it captures Africa like uh, I've probably never seen before, honestly. I'm going to read the back of of the, uh, of the Italian version. As colonialism in Africa came to an end in the early 1960s, a continent of unstable nations was left tragically ill-prepared for their newfound independence. Over the next three years, Jacopetti and Prosperi would risk their own lives to be among the few eyewitnesses of Africa's agony. From the genocide of Zanzibar to the Watsu and Maua Maua massacre from mercenary assaults in the Congo to industrial complicity in South African apartheid. The most savage beast on the dark continent emerged as man himself. What began as a mere documentary soon became a picture postcard from hell. The director's first person portrait of the civil wars, devastating famine and shocking slaughter that still plagues Africa today. This is the story of Africa audio. Um, Upon the release of Africa Audio, uh Jacopetti and Prosperi, who had narrowly escaped execution in Africa, would be accused around the world of racism, exploitation, and even murder. The controversial uh the controversy would be um, they would they would taint the film and haunt their reputations forever. So, uh there you go. That's the back of uh of this one here. Now I am going to uh real quickly here uh read the back of the English version because it is slightly different. Um What the camera sees, it films pitilessly, without sympathy, without taking sides, it begins. This film only says farewell to the old Africa and gives the world a picture of its agony. As colonialism collapsed in 1960s Africa, Jacopetti and Prosperi rushed to the dark continent to record the horrifying battle for control that followed. Here was a world now ruled by rebels and refugees... Plunderers and poachers, mercenaries and murderers, a land suddenly aflame with brutality, racism and unspeakable slaughter. At the risk of their own lives, the filmmakers captured it all. The result is a daring and disturbing work that ranks among the greatest achievements in documentary cinema, an experience that remains as shocking and shockingly relevant as it was 40 years ago. This is Africa Audio. Despite thunderous acclaim, worldwide controversy drove this masterpiece from American theaters shortly after its premiere. And some years later, U.S. distributors would remove over 45 minutes of political context and re-release it as Africa Blood and Guts, a move that Prosperi and Jacopetti both disowned and despised. Blue Underground is proud to present the original 128-minute English-language version of Africa Audio. So anyway, uh, they are two different movies, slightly, uh, and and that's why I bring that up. Um, But I will say that this movie here was, to me, um, one of the first, if not the first movie that actually shows a real death on screen, where uh, where a, a guy is executed on camera. Uh, And it almost seemed like it was, to me, it almost seemed like it was glorified uh, to where this guy, this African that gets shot and killed on camera, that um, they were doing it for the camera. Uh, At least watching it is what it kind of felt like. Uh, But I'll tell you what, this movie, um, it's so well made. It's not like it's just an exploitation type movie. It's beautifully shot. And uh, it's it's very very interesting too what the movie is about and how it how it slowly unfolds. This is not just a, a ninety minute movie. This is uh, especially the Italian version is two hours and ten minutes long. So it's a sprawling epic documentary. Uh, and again, like like the back of the cover says, it does still hold up and it is still relevant. Uh, and and especially viewing the garbage on. Television now, and what passes for news and what passes for uh, for news entertainment this is this feels more real uh, as odd as that sounds so uh I have some more movies that I want to talk about, so I got to keep moving here i'd like to spend a little bit more time on um, on on this particular movie, but i don't have the time so i'm moving on to. Uh, this movie here is uh, is nuts, and that's Goodbye, Uncle Tom. I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on this movie because it is so incredibly racist. In fact, uh, this is probably about the most racist movie I've ever seen. Um, and I don't think their original plan was to make it come off as racist as it does in the final product. There is two versions. Available. There's the director's cut, known as Audio Zio Tom. That's the Italian director's cut. And then there's Goodbye Uncle Tom, and that's the English version uh, of the movie. So, um, I believe that the version that I liked the best was uh, Goodbye Uncle Tom. Um, but I would have... I think so. I believe that's the one. But anyway, uh, they're both... They're both crazy. Um, Goodbye, Uncle Tom is the 1971 Italian film directed by Mondo Film Documentary directors Jacopetti and Prosperi with music by Riz Ortolani, and he did the music for Cannibal Holocaust, if you're a fan of that, which you probably aren't. Uh, the film is based on true events in which the filmmakers go back in time to visit, uh, Visit America using period documents to examine in graphic detail the racist ideology and degrading conditions faced by Africans under slavery, because of the use of punished published documentaries are Let me start that over. Because of the use of published documents and materials from the public record, the film labels itself a documentary, though all footage is restaged using actors. Though the film is presented as a documentary, it is more of a historical drama or docudrama because of its fantasy framing device of the directors traveling back in time combined with the restaging of historic events. Uh, The film was shot primarily in Haiti, Uh, where the directors were treated as guests of Haitian dictator... uh, I'm going to try to say his name. I'll butcher it like usual. Um, Hundreds of Haitian extras participated in the film's various depiction of the cruel treatment of slaves, as well as white actors portraying historical characters. Um, There are different versions of the movie. The director's cut of Audio Zio Tom draws parallels between the horrors of slavery and the the rise of the Black Power movement, represented uh, by Eldridge Cleaver uh Leroy Jones uh, and a few others. The film ends with an unidentified man's fantasy reenactment of Confessions of Nat Turner. This man imagines Nat Turner's revolt in the present including the brutal murder of uh, blur, the brutal murder of the whites around him who replace the figures Turner talks about in uh Staroon's novel as the unifi- unidentified reader speculates about Turner's motivations and uh, uh, ultimate uh and ultimate uh, I'm I'm rambling now. Okay, it's now that I read that, Goodbye Uncle Tom is the version to watch, because I do remember not being near as impressed with the ending of uh of Audio Zeo Tom versus Goodbye Uncle Tom. Uh they do frame things a bit differently. So to me, check out uh check out the Goodbye Uncle Tom. So um anyway, uh a side note, uh, Riz uh or Orta- Tom I, I suck at these names. The guy that did the music for this movie also did the move music for 2011's film Drive. So, um, there you go. Um, or at least one of the songs was. I thought that was kind of interesting. So, Goodbye Uncle Tom. It's hardcore. One of, one of the most hardcore movies I have ever seen in my life. It is nasty. It is racist. It is... Um, Maddening. In fact, watching Twelve Years a Slave, um, Twelve Years a Slave is is rough goings. Uh, not as rough as Good by Uncle Tom. That movie was. It's just. Oh man. So anyway, um, there's that movie. Uh, check it out. But you got to have a strong stomach for it because of the content in there is just brutal. So moving on. And this is the one that I watched last night, Mondo Magic. And now we're getting into the total ripoffs of uh, this genre. And this came out in 1975. And I've watched this one probably more than all the other older Mondo movies, just because it's so wacky and out there and, and bizarre. Basically, what they're trying to do is, uh, they're obviously cashing in on Mondo A Collection, but uh, putting a magical spin on it. So we're back to Africa. We're back to the, uh, other third world type countries. And, uh, we're seeing lots of gross stuff, but at the same time, some of it is probably staged. Um, and I'm going to read the back of the DVD here that Massacre Entertainment, yes, Massacre Entertainment just put out there, a they're a company. Uh, A nightmare visit to the world of primitive practices, a bizarre journey into the realm of the barbaric and animalistic. Travel with us to the hellholes of Africa, South America, and Asia. Witness the human pincushions of Sri Lanka, the evil elephant eye-plucking ceremony of darkest Africa, and the primitive virgin testing practices of Ethiopian tribesmen. Seances, blood toasts, hyposurgery, and faith healing. A chilling sampling of the weird but fascinating world beyond our shores. And I will say this. Um, this movie certainly gets an X rating because it is chock full of pretty much from frame one to the end credits. It is chock full of graphic nudity, um, uh, disgusting, disgusting acts of just barbaric, violent cruelty towards animals, um, and people, but mainly animals. They, they slaughter an elephant. They slaughter a giraffe, um, amongst other animals they uh there's a couple scenes where for medicinal purposes they're doing things with animals in it that you just i'd say you got to see to believe but you really don't uh, but I will say I've seen this movie numerous times because it is so bizarre and out there and it actually is fascinating if half of the stuff is true and I'm guessing it is um it really is an interesting an interesting watch um uh, for the longest time, I watched the uh, the edited version, which cuts out the last like ten minutes or so, because the last ten minutes or so get really, really sexual, uh, explicitly so. Uh, dealing with just yeah, it's just dealing with some crazy stuff. This is the uncut version, uh, and I, I'm on the fence about if uh, if it's needed or not because. An, the movie itself is already very exploitative with the killing of animals and just, again, we're pushing the boundaries of, is this racist or not? Because uh, even though this was filmed back in 1975, it just has that feel of exploiting African people or, uh, or at least if it's, if it's not real, at least staging that stuff. So, um, anyway, it's, A very interesting watch. I will say that. The music is cool in a 70s sort of way. um, And for the .0001% of you out there that might be interested in this, I will say that this Massacre video DVD release is certainly worth picking up if you are in the mood for the oddest of the oddest of the oddest uh, exploitation type Mondo movie. That would be Mondo Magic. So, anyway, and if you can make it through the first, I'd say ten or fifteen minutes of the movie, you're you're going to be able to make it through the whole thing. But that beginning, there is some really really sick stuff in there. So, anyway, uh, now moving forward, a, cu- a couple of years, uh, we're going to get onto one of, if not the last movie that I'm going to talk about today. Um, I, I might hit on on what came after this, but this is where. The uh, the Mondo movie beca- truly became the shockumentary, and it was no longer to me known as uh, uh, it was no longer known as Mondo movie, and that is nineteen seventy Faces of Death. And most people that hear Faces of Death, uh, you probably know what that means. You probably have heard of this movie. Um, it's got, I think, four or five sequels. Uh, there's a worst of Faces of Death with scenes from you know, the worst of. Uh, I'm going to read the uh, Wikipedia real quick here about Faces of Death. Um, it's a Mondo film which guides viewers through explicit scenes depicting a variety of ways to die in violent acts. The film was written by John Allen Schwartz, credited as Alan Black, and directed by Conan Liseleur. Uh, Swartz also took credit as second unit director. Um, blah 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 blah. I'm gonna skip over that. Budget was $450,000, and it's estimated that the movie grossed more than 35 million dollars worldwide in theatrical releases, not including rentals. The film is often banned as often billed as banned in 40 countries, but actually, it has only been banned. At least temporarily, in Australia, Norway, Finland, New Zealand, and the and the UK. Although several of the human death scenes are obviously faked, um, there 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 were um, there were different parts uh, that uh, there were parts that were staged, but there are some stuff that's real. Um, Let me just look here. Um, There is some stock footage. Uh I will say that uh, that watching this movie, uh the their electric chair scene was staged. Um a lot of the killing of people was staged in this thing. But the animal stuff is as real as can be and is just disgusting and brutal and mean-spirited and gross. Um cows are slaughtered, chickens are slaughtered, you name it, they're they're slaughtered. Um and then there's the sequels, which pretty much do the same thing. It's it's more of the same. And they become more and more... It feels like they become more and more fake. Um, especially part four, where they get rid of the original narrator. The original narrator made this movie so creepy. And in part four, they get another guy that is completely... Uh, he jumps the shark and is completely... Uh, Hamming it up and it doesn't work and it, everything feels extremely fake, forced and and just stupid. So uh anyway, uh the movie is very interesting, I will say that. This movie scared me so bad as a kid in high school, like my early teens, I was able to watch this on VHS and I, I lost sleep over it for numerous nights. I could not believe what I saw. I'm like, I can't believe that I just saw some dude getting fried in the electric chair and some guy getting uh gassed to death and then lethal or lethal injection and uh a satanic cult uh sacrifice yeah fake 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 all oh, that's fake uh, monkey getting his ba- brains bashed in and eaten yep that was fake too uh but still it had so much power back then uh with before the internet uh with just this is it this is real and it wasn't However, after the Faces of Death series, along came Traces of Death, and Traces of Death, and uh, another series that I I'm not even going to mention on here because even I have my limits, uh, and the uh, the other series is so hardcore and mean spirited and disgusting. I don't even want to mention it. But Traces of Death basically is your online footage of death at this as w- what you'd consider it now. Um, they just it's just scenes of suicides and and it's all real. To my knowledge, everything is real. Um and it's sad that something like that has even become a bit dated uh because of the world we live in now with internet uh, everything at your fingertips. Things that are even more disgusting than what is shown on Traces of Death series. Um after the first Traces of Death, the the following installments, I think there's 5 of them uh, started to get into death metal music. So there would be death metal music playing over top of these horrific scenes of anything you can think of that is, you know, car accidents and suicide, all that stuff, um, set over top of, uh, death metal. And it's just, just horrible and in such bad taste. And, uh, um, so yeah, there you go. You're probably not going to watch it, but, um, that's kind of where, after Traces of Death um, and the other series, which I shall not name, um, after that, pretty much the internet took over from there. And the internet was like, yep, I got this now. I People are uploading all sorts of crazy butchery all the time to be seen at the you know click of a finger. So um, that's kind of the very, very, very brief evolution of the Mondo movie to the shockumentary to the... Um, Crazy beheadings that we see now pretty much on a regular basis. So, um, what started out as something very cinematic, and I think that the Mondo Kane series is very cinematic, uh, to more exploitative type stuff that's trying to exploit Mondo Kane, and then Faces of Death, which is truly the beginning, I think, of where we are today, with just um, the graphicness and just truly exploiting. Um, Tragic, real human death. So, anyway, what a topic. Yay, how fun. So, having said that, I thought that I would end on a bang. I am going to probably be taking uh, a little bit of, I don't want to say hiatus, but I'm not going to be doing the show quite as much over the summer months because I'm a lot more busy right now and it's getting harder and harder to squeeze these shows in and I wanted to. You know, I want to. I want to still do the show. So this could still be something that I'm doing once a week, uh, or it could end up over the next couple of months that I skip a week here and there, um, or I might even take a month off. We'll just see. It kind of all depends on uh, on my workload and my schedule and all that good stuff. Um, so all of you, one listener out there or whatever that likes my show, sorry to say, you might have uh, a month in between episodes at the most. I'm guessing, but we'll see who knows knowing me i'll probably i still i watch so much stuff on a weekly basis that uh, it's going to be hard for me not to share some of my ramblings on on these movies i still have a bunch of um a bunch of code red stuff that i'd like to watch eh, amongst other things so or and talk about as well so who knows what's going to happen i might uh you might hear from me next week You might not. We shall see. But regardless, you can, of course, listen to our show on Movie Freaks. My co-host Derek Marner and I, we are talking all things movie-related. And then our friends over at Cinema Sidekicks that are talking about nothing like I'm talking about on my show. Uh, So I'm hoping that those guys do give uh, Tomorrowland a chance because I did watch it and I loved it. And if you want to know what the opposite of the movies that I discussed today is, the complete opposite, on the other spectrum of the universe, that would be uh, Brad Bird's Tomorrowland. And in fact, this is probably the only place you will ever, ever hear Tomorrowland and Mondo Kane uh, spoken in the same sentence. So, there you go. Waka waka. Uh, you can get a hold of me at Eugene-Weaver at Hotmail.com for any questions or comments, or if I screwed up on a name, which I always do, please feel free to chime in. Um, and all that good stuff. And again, make sure that you tune into to our friends on iTunes, Cinema Sidekicks, Movie Freaks, blah, 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 blah. Great shows. That's going to do it for me today. Thanks again for listening. And until next time.